Hey guys, Skip here again. Another podcast, same day. Uh, sometimes the inspiration hits hard. So I am going to uh, take this time and give another podcast. Hopefully they are a useful thing to you. Uh, but I had just uh, put up the latest podcast and I just had a bit of a flash of inspiration. And that's the way this works. That uh, if I feel as though I need to say something or the universe wants me to say something, uh, I try to say it. And it doesn't come from, you know, it, it's, a very, it's a very internal thing, my friends, spirituality. So... Uh, I wanted to share this thought with you because uh, it, it, it might even be part two of my prior podcast. Uh, you know, in, in the podcast I just gave, gave, I talked about how people are just programmed. They're programmed. And we are programmed to follow the pack. We are programmed to want to fit in. We are programmed to be bullies or victims or it's all programming, my friends. It's all data input that's false. Uh, that's, you know, that's an opinion, and I'm going to stick to it. I think I stand on pretty solid ground here, but take what you need to leave the rest. But that's what we are. We are made to be by our family, by our culture, by our societies, by, by our institutions. We are made to be certain things. The things that those cultures and institutions and society and reality needs us to be in order for it to claim its own self, in order for it to maintain itself. And so we buy into degrees and titles and, and there's, hey man, there's nothing wrong with getting an education. I have one. But most people get an education or become a boss, if you will, I used air quotes there, uh, because it's what they feel they need to do to fit in, to get along, to get to achieve what they need to achieve. And so we end up programmed. We end up very much vessels of an external reality. And that's what we know. We live 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 100 years, maybe plus, just being a cog in the machine, just being a part of that. And, and at some point, I think a lot of people just go, well, that's just the way, the way it is, and, and I'm just going to live reality that way. Well, I'm going to tell you, folks, most of the people I've met have some level of, of disappointment, <laughs> some level of angst, some level of fear, uh, some level, or a, a big level of of feeling, you know, they have this great feeling within them that there's something more. And unfortunately, and I hate to say this, but unfortunately, most people, most people, I mean that, will never understand there's more. And a lot of people don't want to. And that's what I want to talk about today that our programming is so deep and so entrenched that people 
don't want an answer. <clears throat> a lot of people, well, most people are so blind to anything but their own pain, their own guilt, their own shame, their own arrogance, their own ego, that any answer that can help transformation, that can facilitate transformation, is rejected. Uh, basically, folks, a lot of people will complain and complain and share with others their angst about life and their wanting to improve themselves. But then when they're offered an authentic and legitimate way of transformation, they will reject it. And they will reject it because they only know their own programming. Have you ever met someone in your life that did nothing but complain about the way their life is? And maybe their life sucks, you know, and that happens. Uh, maybe it's not easy. Maybe it has been hard. Uh, yeah, no question. Uh, but when they're offered a legitimate way to transform or to begin the process of transformation, they reject it because their programming is, is so innately in them, so deep within them, that they can't see anything else but. Uh, they can't see anything else but the way it's been. That, so they turn to, guess what? The way it's been. Uh, I've shared with you before that part of my, the beginning of my education was to become a drug and alcohol abuse counselor. And one of the things I've learned very quickly in doing some of those practicum things and, and talking with addicts is that very few people actually find recovery because they don't want the answer. They want the addiction because that's what they know. They, they, they don't want the answer. That, that something really harsh has to strip away enough ego before they're willing to accept you know, sort of transformational information. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to stick to it, that that's not just addicts, my friends, or alcoholics. That's all of us. That's everyone. That we are offered. There, there are plenty plenty of things that offer us transformation, but we reject them consciously and subconsciously because they're outside of what we know. They're outside of who we are, or worse yet, we take that information and we skew it to make it part of our programming, part of our false reality. A lot of people are quick to quote the Bible, right? When they want to prove their point. I always found it amazing when I was uh, reading that book regularly that people would skip things like love your enemy or don't judge other people. How, how that was pushed aside and people would, would really appropriate the Bible to further their own false way of living. Well, that's what, that's what we've learned, right? We appropriate the answer, we skew it, or we poo-poo it, or we demean it, 
or we twist it into a lie so that we can maintain the status quo. We can maintain the the system that we are a part of. What I'm trying to say here, folks, and maybe it's a little awkward, is that the reason so few people are authentically themselves is because the things that offer us that authenticity, we reject because they seem so foreign to us. We really don't want answers often. We really don't want answers. We really don't want our lives to be transformed. We may say that. We may give lip service to that. But we are so deeply programmed by what we've been taught and who we have learned to be that it is very rare that people can really begin the process of transformation uh, without some sort of trauma facilitating that. And even sometimes the trauma won't facilitate that. Uh, I would imagine being a uh, psychiatrist or a mental health counselor would be a very frustrating job. I, I know being a pastor was, and I was a pastor for 20 years. I'm no longer affiliated with religion, but people would come in and rather than rather than seek transformation, they wanted to seek validation about the way they felt, the way they thought. They didn't want catharsis. They wanted people, someone with a title, to say, you're right, you should feel bad. You, you should feel sorry for yourself. You are the victim. They want reinforcement of the false notions of themselves. And so, you know, I watch people reach out to their friends, I watch people reach out to each other on social media and they offer suggestions or support and you'll see a lot of times the person will reject it or the person will ignore it because that's not the point. The point for the person complaining or the point for the person bemoaning life usually is not, I really want to change. It's, I want everyone to see me in this bad state and I want to reinforce that I'm right about how I feel about life. Well, the problem with that is none of us learn how to feel right about life. It's not in our programming. I see people go out of their way to maintain their victimhood. I see people go out of their way to still be the middle school bully that they were 40 years ago. I see people go out of their way to validate their use of chemicals. I see people go out of their way to make their religion right and others wrong. I mean, I, it's, it's everywhere. It's the code, my friends. It is the false programming. So I just wanted to put this out there, that you, know, you, you, can, you can offer people something like this podcast or a book or uh, a teaching or a meditation. Uh, chances are high they won't take it. And the reason is, is because they really, honestly, don't want it. Their programming says they don't want it. Now, what's beyond their programming, they need it. You know, their true self needs to hear that they're loving, that they're worthy, that they have value. I mean, that's the words we need to get to the, down to the true self. But the programming, 
The programming, my friends, doesn't want to hear that. The false self, the egoic self, does not want to hear that. There are people who don't really, because of their programming, don't want to hear that they have value. Because that challenges their notion of themselves as not valuable. I remember the first time someone said to me when I got into recovery, you know, Skip, you are worth loving. And it just floored me. It freaking floored me, my friends. Because up until that point, I didn't think so. What facilitated that was a lot of circumstances that stripped away a lot of ego in my life, a lot of false programming. I'm just saying, my friends, that when 90, you know, 8% of the world, 99% of the world functions from a false sense of self, they don't want the answer. They may need the answer beyond their programming, but the programming tells them, ah, you, you're a victim, you need to stay a victim, or you're the boss, you need to stay the boss, or you're in control, you need to stay in control, or you know, you're the elder, or you're the you know, hierarchy, it's, I, hear, I hope you hear the exacerbation in my voice. Anyway, focus on love. Love yourself and hear me today. You are worth loving, my friends. You, you have immense value. And I hope that you seek that for yourself. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.